You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're in the Rocket Markets by Quicken Loan Studios in New York. Home is so much more than a house. It's the home of your dreams. And for 30 years, they've been making a better Rocket Mortgage. Push button, get mortgage. Our toll-free line, 855-212-4CBS. Brought to you by Geico. Great news. There's a quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com. And in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. <clears throat> so, tonight, uh, the Niners humiliated the Browns. What was it, 31-3? I got to tell you, uh, did you hear this guy, Baker Mayfield, after the game? Yeah, you know, he just banged up a little bit. You know, it's a tough physical game. Oh, so that was what it was about. He's like, I'm fine. I took a lot of shots, but I'm fine. Yeah, it sounds No like big that. deal. Yeah. Does he take the losses like they're a big deal? I hope so. He doesn't seem to. Remember uh, after they got their ass beat by Tennessee, he told everyone that they're going to get even with them, right? And all the people that doubt us, we're going to remember it. We're going to – you threw us in the trash. We're going to get even with you. You're going to regret it. What does he got to say tonight? Another one of those, we're, we're all idiots and everybody's an idiot. And is the head coach, is Fatso telling everybody that we're all idiots too? Because he blames the media when he loses, right? His Boy, that guy, I got to tell you, his offense is so creative. It's so incredible. It's so ahead of its time that they play games and they just don't score. So, you know, you don't score a touchdown the whole night. You got to take a look at your offensive game plan, don't you? You can't even score when you're on the two-yard line and and you're going to blame the media? Who are you going to blame for that one tonight, Fatty Freddy? Seriously. I mean, well, you call us names, so I'll call you names too, Fatso. It's too easy the way you look. You look like you just got out of a bar at 4 in the morning. You really do. Take a shave. Hit the treadmill, bro. Honestly, you look disheveled out there. You look like you just got out of a hangover in bed sleeping for 14 hours. But he can rip the media and call them all kinds of names, and we're all a bunch of idiots, right? You look like a real idiot tonight, Fatso, with that great performance of your team with that three points. I got to tell you, you're you're just blowing me away with that ingenious offense of yours. Yeah, listen, they have not um, gotten it done in they that department suck. so far. And I saw one of the guys in Cleveland tweet this. Uh, after the game. Who are they blaming? Pittsburgh? Well, no, no, blaming, no. Blaming no, everybody I, in Pittsburgh? So one of the guys in Cleveland tweet that Beckham has been a massive disappointment so far, and I went to look and see what has he done. They don't even throw him the ball. Well, well, if you take out the Jet game on Monday night where he had the 6 for 160 on a touchdown, if you take that away, 7 for 71, 6 for 56, 2 for 20, and then tonight, 2 for 27 – so the last two weeks, now they won last week against the Ravens. It is what it is. But the last two weeks, four catches for 47 yards. He only has one touchdown this season. That was that long one against the Jets. How long before Monday he night. starts complaining? So he's done, and I have to agree with him, he's done absolutely nothing in Cleveland so far. Nothing. I mean, it's five games, but he's done nothing. Do you think that Seattle will go into Cleveland on Sunday and beat them? That's not real confident. You're, you're on the Browns. I think it'll be a close game, but I'd probably take Seattle. Because an hour ago you were on Seattle. I'd probably take Seattle with the points. So, uh, what do you think of Teddy Bridgewater, what he's doing with the Saints? Amazing, right? Look, we knew that he could play, right? We knew Teddy could play. That's why they paid him that money to be the you know, the best backup in the league, right? And it's worth it this year. It's paid, paying him. 
paying off real well. So they're going to. I can't believe how many people were on the Bucks yesterday. By the way, just to begin with, I know people got excited after the Bucks shredded the Rams the week before in L.A. But um, who'd they lose to? Well, they lost to the Saints, the, 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 right? The, to the Saints the, in, right. in New Orleans. But do you? Uh, but that to me is a tough game to win to begin yeah, with. Yeah, absolutely. Do you think that the Saints go to Jacksonville and beat Minshew? I do. On Sunday, yes, I think the Saints will win that game. So, if Bridgewater wins all these games, while because your boys uh, Breeze is close to coming back, isn't he? I believe they said after the bye. I forget when that is. It's pro- their bye is probably in a couple of weeks here. So if he keeps winning. And then Breeze comes back. Do the Saints end up uh, going to the Super Bowl? Because this guy's held down the fort. Like, this is like Philadelphia with Foles. This guy's doing a job like no other. Is he not? I mean, he really is. He's been outstanding for them. But what the one great thing that he is allowing is, is that all this time off with the Breeze injury and they're still winning with Bridgewater, is that it's going to mean a fresher Drew Breeze for the second half, right? Breeze yeah. is going to come back. He's not going to take the pounding that a normal NFL quarterback would take in the first half of the season. He's going to come back fresh. And if you remember last year, the Saints slowed down in mid to late December and in the playoffs. They really weren't the high-powered, you know, high-scoring team that they were earlier in the year. And a lot of that people thought was that Breeze maybe had tired a little bit towards the end of the year. Maybe they don't have that issue this year because he's going to miss, you know, basically the entire first half. So do you think that the team that's going to push New Orleans uh, the rest of the way in that division is the Carolina Panthers? And do you think they'll uh, handle their business with Tampa in – you said the game's in London. And that yes. that's Tampa going to L.A., to New Orleans, and then to London. I mean, uh, do they – is someone doing their laundry? Cause uh, I mean, I mean, that's, that's a tough three-game stretch as there is. Uh, you're in Tampa, you got to – you know, we saw them out in L.A. when we were there a couple of weeks ago. Right. And then they go from there to New Orleans and now back over to London. That is a tough stretch for the Bucks. I do not like them at all this uh, Sunday in, in London. But they did go to Carolina. Remember that? That was a Thursday night game, and they beat the Panthers there. That was the game where Cam Newton, the last game that Newton played. Week two, I believe that was. And uh, Tampa got a win against Carolina on the road in that spot. So there's people talking about Minshew that actually are saying that when, uh, you know, the way he's played, that when Foles comes back from the broken collarbone, that Minshew should keep the job. Can you imagine they gave all that money to Foles and then they're going to? I'm not going to go there, no. So you think they'll give it right back to Foles? Yes, you have to play Foles when he comes back. He's done a hell of a job, that Minshew. He has. He's played very well. But you got you paid Nick Foles a lot of money to be your quarterback. I know he got hurt the first game. He, I get the kid's been good. You got to play Foles. All right, uh, Devon and Dallas on the ticket. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, what's up, Varel? Oh, shake it. How you doing? I'm all right, bro. What's happening? Uh, I'm just a little sad about the Steel game yesterday. I, you know, it went into overtime. You know, Juju fumbled the ball. And, I, you know, I, I don't get this team anymore. I mean, you think they can still make the playoffs this year? Or you uh, think oh, the God, please. Uh, please, dude, stop. I mean, the season's over. <laughs> They're done. They have not, I mean, make the playoffs. Christ almighty, are you kidding me? With what? This guy that no one knows his name? Uh, what, if they, what if they have a turnaround season? How is that going to happen? They've done it before. Uh, the, in 2016 they, and, and 17. Oh, uh, with a with a 
with, with a third string quarterback no one's ever heard of? Please just stop. Just I have to stop you. Go to bed. Go to bed. You'll be all right. Go smoke one and go to bed. Just stop. Just please. Don't insult me with your nonsense. No one even knows his name, let alone who he is. Like, don't even can tell me what his name is right now this very second. Gil Hodges? <laughs> Gil Hodges. <laughs> that was the line of the day so far. I have to say, uh, can you imagine that guy? Well, what if they turn it around? Well, what if they don't? Here's what's going to happen. They're going to tank. The rest of the season's over. Then Tomlin's going to be the Washington Redskins head coach, according to Jason Lockenfora and Will Brinson. That's a done deal. No tampering involved. You know what he should do? Um, Tomlin, for all that money they're going to give him, $10 million, uh, just like Gruden now, he set the new bar, right? So if you're a big hotshot uh, coach, you're going to get $10 million and total power to run the team. He should call up uh, uh, Jay Gruden and ask him how it is working for Snyder and, and Allen. You think he'd get a straight answer? I do. Because working for them is like uh, living in uh, San Quentin. That's what that is. I mean, absolutely San Quentin. I mean, you are in hell. It's got to be the worst job in, in, is it not one of the worst jobs in all of sports now? The Washington Redskins job. Working for those two clowns. It has to be. I mean, honestly. Has to be. Call up Mike Shanahan. Ask him. Uh, he went 24 and 40. Ask him how it is working for those two clowns. What's so funny about this guy is that he actually thinks he's a, a great football mind. Dan Snyder. He's, what he is is a billionaire. That's all he is. Other than that, he's a tool. Right? Let's face facts. He's a tool. Everyone hates him. Literally, there is not. Like, does his own family even like him? Because no one at the Redskins games likes him. Am I wrong? No one. Like, have you heard Chad Dukes talk about this guy on my show? Like, the guy tells it like it is, like no other. Like, it's a complete disaster. It's a, it's a shack show. An absolute shack show. And, and Allen is, you know what? Those two are meant for each other. They should be lovers because they're so inept together. They're like those two ugly, you know, chicks, you know. You, you, they just, you knew they'd end up together. So Haskins is not the savior here. Haskins, please. Because all it takes is one quarterback. Listen, the Redskins have less of a chance to turn it around than the Steelers. I mean, they're terrible. The best thing they got going for them is that they're playing the Dolphins this week. That's it. Right? I mean, honestly. Carver High said it best. Like, the uh, Dolphins literally, they don't have, I mean, they have, like, not one professional football player on the whole team. It's, it's not. It's like a high school team. It is maybe the worst team ever, ever assembled. Are they not? I think they might be the worst team ever assembled. They have, they're trying to go through the season that way, yes. They're trying to end that way. I have to say they're doing a hell of a job. They are. I mean, they are really ringing it up. I mean, every week it gets worse. They are ringing it up. But another team, I got to tell you, and I'm friends with Thomas Dimitrov, but the Falcons absolutely hair dryer. I mean, they are hair dryer city. I honestly thought that they would that that would be the coach that got. Oh, ready. look at the Yankees! Is that a, a home run? Rack it up, rack it up, Maven! Rack it up, four-one in the ninth. Rack it up, sweep! Get out the brooms! Woo! Woo! I wish I was out in the newsroom right now so I could yell really loud, like uh, like Bob. It was hilarious. Uh, first batter of the game, top of the first. Oda Rizzi, K's. LeMayhew to start the game. Me and Shep could 
can verify this. He's sitting there, and out of nowhere, you hear, this is at 8.43, you know, right after the first batter. Sit down! Sit down! Gives him the big sit down! I, and that, I, I just right there, I said, oh, I can't wait. Give me a couple booms here tonight. He's already gone on the train. I know. It's a shame, You can't too. even get even with him. Oh, I will next week. Yanks Astros. Yeah. You got to be careful, though. You got to hold your, you know what I mean? Hold your applause until they beat the Astros. Oh, that's no, when it'll. Don't worry. That's when it'll matter the most. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Get you on the bench. You're listening to Pharrell on the bench. All right, eight five five two one two four CBS is the number to get on the bench. Did you see that tonight, uh, Morris? When he uh, Marcus Morris he whacked Justin Anderson on the head with the ball. That was I thought great. It was hilarious. Well, he was throwing elbows in his face too. He's like my new favorite player. And then he took, he plays for the Knicks. He took the ball and smashed it off the guy's face. I thought it was great. They ejected him. Yeah, they threw him out of a preseason game. What a great loss for everyone. Is there yeah. any there's nothing worse than NHL and NBA preseason? Nothing worse. I mean, you talk about preseason in all four sports, it's just awful. Spring training, preseason it's football, awful. hockey and hoops. Like I looked up, I didn't even know they were playing preseason basketball games. I just looked oh, over I and saw they were, like, playing they were showing the highlights of the Piston Magic game right. tonight up you in see Detroit. See your boy so. Mark uh, Markel Fultz yeah, was getting exactly. off. He was getting some burn. It was a nice baseline reverse layup. Going to make a big career turnaround this year. Down well, they the said he's been working on his J like no other. I'm so ready, is man. Simmons. They all claim they're working on it, and so has uh, Lonzo Ball worked on his J. I believe it when I see it. Gave RJ a lot of burn for the Knicks tonight, too. He looked at, did they win the game? Who knows? I know they were tied or something in 60s. So the Blues beat the Leafs tonight 3-2. I hit both games, by the way. I hit the Jackets 4-3 in overtime. They beat the uh, Sabres. Sabres have looked really good uh, early in the season. They did that last year, though, as well. But the Blues are now 2-0-1. The Stanley Cup champs went to Toronto tonight and beat the Leafs 3-2. Bennington, 32 saves. And uh, Pietrangelo had a goal and an assist. Or uh, I think he just had a goal. And uh, Nylander had a goal for Toronto. And then in the Jackets win, Felino with a goal and an assist. And uh, Bjorkstrand had a goal and an assist as well. Uh, so there you go. Jackets win, Blues win. And that was it. There's eight games tomorrow. I will say this, that uh, I did want to check the scoreboard because I know that uh, – there were, you know, like the preseason games, I knew. So the Knicks did win that game, 104-99. Marcus Morris got thrown out of the game, but he did have 17-7-2 up until the point he got thrown out. So he was their leading scorer. And then the Pelicans beat the Hawks in, uh, I guess it was uh, Zion Williamson's debut in the NBA tonight for a preseason game. And the Bucks beat the Bulls 122-112. In the Pelicans' win, let's take a look at what he did. I know his first uh, play was a dunk, which is all that he ever does is dunk. But he had 16 points, 7 boards, 3 assists, 3 steals, 4 turnovers. He was 6 of 13 from the floor, 0 of 2 from downtown, 4 of 7 from the line. So there you go. Now let's look. I want to see what uh, 
R.J. Barrett did. I know it wasn't more than uh, 17. So uh, Barrett had, uh, there you go, he had 17 with Morris. So 17 for Barrett, seven rebounds, three dimes, two turnovers, six of 13 as well, but he hit two threes and he was three of five from the line. So he had a better game than Zion, your boy R.J. Barrett. Shep, what do you think? I think it's a great uh, three-man race in the Rookie of the Year. You got Morant, you got Zion, and you got RJ. It, it's a very—you know what it reminds me of, Pharrell? It reminds me of the uh, the Elway, Marino, Kelly triumvirate. Uh, Carver, you're a big football guy, being a Jim Kelly guy. This is a very special rookie class with those three. It, it it's honestly may be the greatest three players we've ever seen in the history of one NBA draft. You never know. And you can look at all the NBA drafts where they thought that there was always going to be something like this in the top three, and I can guarantee you, just like all the other times, one of the three will be a total hack in the NBA. That's not going to happen. Okay. You heard it right there. That, it happens every time, but it's not going to happen this time. The reason just happen. The reason it's not going to happen is because we saw what they did on the biggest stage. Zion was unguardable in the NCAA tournament. R.J. Right. Barrett was great in summer league. And so was John ja Morant. And I, I was going to say, and John ja Morant carried the racers on his back. Yeah, and, 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 went, and went deep. And the odds say one of them will be a hack. They will not. Okay. So one of them will be a hack, according to Carver High. 5-1 Yankees now. One out, top of the ninth, runners on first and second. They're not done pointing on. Here's a guy consoling his son. Kid's about to start crying. Season little tack on runs here for the Bombers of the ninth. The <laughs> lad on. We got a little. The lad on runs. Salt in the wound runs. Ain't even need him because you know who's coming. Chappie's coming through the door here in the ninth. I'm going to shut it down. I think Chappie's giving up four to the Twins here in the bottom of the ninth. And five. No. <laughs> Kristen Birmingham on the jocks. How you doing? How you doing, uh, Scotty? Hey, man. Uh, man, I just want uh, you brought up two talking two talking points I wanted to bring up uh, about first about the Browns. Um, first of all, first of all, I'm sitting there like like everyone was buying was everyone buying into their hype because I know damn sure I wasn't. But they had to lose man like six seven six or seven straight games in the season leading up though they were legit honestly. But honestly, gosh, is 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 it now? Is can we say now it's finally not? I'm not like overreaction to how bad they are. Well, I don't know. I, I don't know if there's a full-on uh, conspiracy here where they're you know finished or anything. I because I don't think they are. I actually think, and I've said this week to week. You know, when they beat the Ravens, forty to twenty-five, I said th- these two will go down to the final two weeks, and that's what it's going to boil. It's going to boil down to. But I still think that the Bengals and Steelers are so bad that the Browns and Ravens can do no wrong in the division. So this loss tonight is not the end of the world. They're 2-3. and three. If they beat Seattle, they're 3-3. Three and three. They just keep going win-loss, win-loss, win-loss. So if they can just get, you know, after Week 10, if they get their act together after Week 10, from Week 10 to Week 17, right, that's when it matters. Uh, up until then, as long as you're five and five after ten, you can still, if you get all about serious after the tenth, you know, week. So eleven through seventeen, they all they do is like, let's say win, let's say five of six, then they're looking at ten wins. Because I think that I think they're not taking it seriously. I really don't. I, I don't believe they take it seriously. And um, well, it, even though it was even so far as uh, I think it was former player Chris Johnson even like commenting on it, like saying he can. Put up three, three, three oh five, five rushing yards on that defense just like that. But I'm sitting there going, 
uh, my, my other talking point, point well, you brought up, brought up my saints. They are resilient. They are. They have. They literally have a chip on the show. They have something to prove. I think even have something to prove mafia wrong because last year I think I called in. He told I called in because he said um, that he was that he had given up on the saints altogether. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't. I don't care. I don't care about last year or something. He's. I don't know what he said. I don't. I have no clue. He's not even here. So I don't even know what to say to you about that. Like, what am I supposed to say to that? Like, who cares? I mean, honestly, dude, they are a very good team that is deep in the playoffs. They got screwed. Uh, they, they literally got screwed against the Rams, but they blew the game. They, you know, not only did they, you know, we all remember that they got screwed, but then they still had a chance to win the game and they didn't. Okay. So they, you know, there are a lot of reasons why they didn't win that game. But I have said from day one this year, that was the team I thought would would go from the NFC, and I'm still fairly confident that they can win the NFC. I think that they're a dangerous team, and I think that in a month you're going to have Breeze back, and they're going to roll. And Teddy's done such a great job in the interim that they look like they're not missing a beat. They look to me to be uh, one of the most dangerous teams in the NFC for sure. And, they'll, you know, in my opinion, they're automatic one of the six teams, right? That they'll, they'll be one of the six. That's what I think. So stranger things have happened, though. Who knows? But I don't remember what Mafia said about him. I, I just don't. And so that since he's not here, who cares? I think he said when Breeze went down, they were done. Oh, so he said, but I thought he said last year yeah, he said I, they were I, done. I, I don't know what that was about. They weren't but, done last year. They were in the NFC championship game. Were they not? So I don't want to hear it. And, they, and not only that, they should have won the game, but they didn't. You know, and, you know, Breeze threw a pick at the end of the game, if you remember correctly. So all I know is is that anyone can be beat on any day, and that's all there is to it. You have no idea what's going to happen. It's like this guy called me tonight. Oh, the Nationals are automatic that they're going to win in, in Los Angeles on Wednesday. Are you kidding me? The Nationals who've never won anything in their entire existence, that now all of a sudden it's automatic that they have the game on Wednesday? Like, I hope you're right for your own sake because it's got to be tough when they lose every year in the playoffs. Then who do you blame, me? Who do you blame, your dog? I, because they never get it done. you, you got to run out of excuses after a while. I cannot believe how excited you people got over winning a wild card game. Seriously, like you act like you won the World Series, for Christ's sakes. Let's see them win Wednesday. Then they can make some. Then, then you start bragging. All right, we did it. We beat the Dodgers. Now look, if this guy if this guy loses to the Nationals, you think they'll fire him? Dave Roberts, World Series loss, loss, and then a first round loss to the Nationals. I think that gets you fired. He just can't get it done. If he doesn't win that game Wednesday, I guarantee you they're going to start talking about firing. They won't him. fire him because he wins seven division titles in a row. Yeah, that's why. A lot of good those get you. Those get you what? They get you into the playoffs and then you lose? That's about it right now. They're going to win on Wednesday. The Dodgers? Yes. You would think. You would think. But not you know, not what the guy said. He said it's automatic. It's a done deal. It's, all, it's in the bag. Piece of cake. We didn't get it in that one game or against the Brewer, but maybe Wednesday we get typical Nat performance here. Uh, elimination. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. You're listening to Pharrell on the Bench. That was incredible, that diving snag by Didi. 
And what is that, two outs now in the ninth? Two out now. He put the first two guys on, strike out, and now that line out to Didi right there. So now t- uh, two outs, two on, still 5-1. They're going to get swept. It's so over. Like, how embarrassing, seriously, that you have uh, – now, this guy's dangerous, Cruz. He could hit a home run. This guy's dangerous. That's why getting the next guy out, the guy before, was so crucial because you had a spot where Cruz maybe could have came up as the tying run. Right. Now he is not. Right. So he can hit one 500 feet here, and it's still 5-4. So. Look at your boy throwing gas, 98-mile-an-hour gas. Chapman in. So uh, – Everyone's talking about it. Everybody's joining. Everyone knows it. Pharrellonthebench.com rules. It's the best site for picks. All the college football and pros, baseball through the playoffs, hockey nightly, boxing, MMA, all the fights, hoops coming right around the corner doing push-ups. Try it. You'll love it. Pharrellonthebench.com. Sign up today. College football, 67% winners on Saturday. The last three weeks, 64, 64, and 67% bets hit. So, still killing it. Sign up and hide the money from your wife. 855-212-4227 is the number to get on the bench. Brad in Wisconsin, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Pharrell. Um, I don't want to take up too much of your time. I've never spoken to you before, but I've been listening to you for a long time, and I think you're great, by the way. Thanks, man. Um, I just, I I don't think this will ever happen because it's just the way the things go, but I'm a big Bears fan, and I don't know if Mitch is going to be the guy or not. I, I, I'm really kind of halfway on that one, but the situation they have right now, their defense, I mean, went healthy with everything else they've got going on on special teams and the offense. I think they have enough to go all the way. If they had a quarterback that was just good enough, not great, but just good enough to maybe, you know, have that offense put up you know, just enough points for the – because they don't need a lot of points for that defense to, to hang in there. It, well, I mean, like, uh, apparently they do, Brad, because they couldn't beat the Raiders. Well, I know. I know that was kind of a weird one. But, but like, overall, like, I think if they just had – if they would trade for a guy maybe midseason, you know, like a Nick Foles type or someone who's just, like, better than average – and just run with it and try to put them over the edge? Do you, do you ever think they might go for something like well, that during listen, the season? Uh, I think that uh, – so who are you suggesting they go after? Well, you know, like a Kaepernick type or a Nick Foles type, not a super, super – Okay, well, Nick like Foles is – but... right, stop. Nick Foles is under contract with the uh, Jaguars. He's not, he's not playing uh, for uh, for them. That's not happening. No, no, and, I know that. I just meant like um, – you know, a, a guy of that quality. Okay, well, who who would that be? That. Who would that be? Where where would they find that individual? Like somewhere in their. Uh, like, I'm not even being mean to you. I'm just saying, where where are they gonna are they gonna fall out of the sky? A player I mean, of that don't you ilk. Think so? Don't you think that there's got to be somebody out there better than Chase Daniel? Though, I mean, no, like, he's actually he's actually been in your system for five years, and they like him a lot. I thought he laid an egg in London. Uh, and, and I thought they had a bad day. I mean, they were down 21 nothing. The game was over before it started, right? Wasn't it 21 nothing Raiders? So, uh, look, you yeah, cannot yeah. get down 21 nothing in a football game. The same thing happened with the Rams. They were down 21 nothing to the Buccaneers. They lost 55, uh, whatever, 55-45 or whatever the hell it was. All I know is uh, you cannot be down, in my view, three touchdowns at the start of a game and expect to win. Now, no, I, won't, I, agree. I, I, agree. I won't deny that they have a good defense. For the most part, it's really good. They've allowed, 
you know, 10 points, 14, 15, 6, and then 24. So that was their worst game was uh, this game against the Raiders, which was very surprising to me. I got burned on that game. I got beat on that game. Uh, I had a lot of bad games yesterday. But the fact of the matter is this. uh, I do not believe that the Bears can win the Super Bowl without an offense. That was really what the moral of the story was with his call, right? He said, could they win the Super Bowl with an average quarterback and a good defense? And I just do not believe you can do that. I don't, I think you still have to have a good offense and a good defense. You have to have a good on both sides of the ball. You cannot just wing it with some crappy offense and expect to win the Super Bowl, in my Yeah, opinion. like, I mean, did you think they were going to win the Super Bowl with Trubisky as the quarterback to begin with? No. Uh, exactly. So... Daniels is what he is. He's what look look around the league. How many great backups are there? How many great ones are there? There's not a lot. Most teams have Like I said, they're packs. not falling out of the sky. They're not. And um it is what it is. Honestly, I feel Daniel with the way that they run their stuff. I know he wasn't great yesterday. Nobody on the Bears was great yesterday. And let me tell you who else wasn't great. Because this guy talked all week. And he's a great player. He's one of the best players in the league. Who? But Mac got pushed around yesterday by the Raiders. Mac was awful. He didn't play well. And then after talking all week, oh, uh, and then after talking all week, he didn't want to talk after the game yesterday. So you can't run around and do all that, and then not be there after the game's over. How about the Titans? They they cut their kicker and then they went out and got that. They're getting that Parky. Cody Parky. Is he not bad luck personified? He's worse now, than the guy they cut. To be fair to that kid yesterday. Who got who got cut by them today? What was that Santos? Was that Santos? Name? He missed four field goals. Well, one of them was blocked, and the other one, Vrabel had. I don't know what Vrabel was thinking yesterday. It's a fourteen-seven game. There's six minutes left, and he sends the kid out there to kick this fifty-three, fifty-four yarder in just a mess of weather out. You know, it wasn't it was raining at that point. Like he had just missed a couple. Why are you putting him out there to try a fifty? You're down seven. With six minutes left in the game, you know he's been missing everything all day. Why'd you even bring him out there to to kick that? Just so he could uh, uh, quantify cutting him today, I guess. I guess so. I mean, it was just ridiculous. Well, there you go. Uh, Nick in the Bay Area. Hey, what's up, Uncle Richelli? Hey, bro. What's... Call a long-time listener. My man, what's happening? Uh, man, I just want to say a couple of quick things. I won't keep you on line for too long, man. Right. Uh I did a lot of time up in the joint, man. You kept it, kept me through. Another long night being locked up. Sweet. Um, first time, first time I heard your voice. I'm like, who the heck is this guy? But I definitely learned a lot from you. Um, so just real quick, uh, long time 49ers fan. What do you think about the 49ers going uh, above 500? And how do you make your picks, man? Is it by intuition? Is it by stats? How do you do it? Yeah, I definitely. I don't do it by stats, uh, but I definitely. Uh, I definitely do a lot of it by feel of, of how teams are playing, who they got, what they do, what they produce, how they, you know, what they average, uh, scoring, allowing, things of this nature. Uh, but I don't sit there and look at all these trends and stats like uh, most people do. And, you know, injuries, uh, certainly people get all worked up about injuries. Uh, the way I look at it is, you know, obviously it hurts if you lose big star players uh, in any game, but for the most part, uh, every team has tons of injuries, and they have guys step in and play for them, and it's just that simple next guy up. They still have to play the games. 
if you're losing star players, uh, it can affect the game for sure. But if it's just everyday average guys that aren't like, you know, you know uh, they talk about linemen and stuff and, and pass rush and things like this. I'm not going to say they don't matter. I just think that, you know, if a guy goes down like, like uh, the Colts lost one of their best pass rushers yesterday. I think he broke his ankle. I think someone else will be able to, you know, go in and pass rush and do well. And it's not something that's going to cost them their season. I think another guy can uh, go in and, and bust ass and do his job. So uh, a lot of it is, you know, where they're playing, how hot they are, if they're on a roll, if they're in first place, if they're are they losing, are they on a bad streak, things like this. But um, as far as the Niners, you know, they're unbeaten. And uh, I guess this weekend really essentially we'll find out, uh, you know, a lot of people don't think they've uh, – you know, that they've played anybody. They beat the Buccaneers, Bengals, Steelers, and Browns. And at the end of the day, uh, the best team in that bunch, I don't even know who it is. Is it the Buccaneers? Is it the uh, Browns? You know, 31-3, the Browns got whacked. They're not good. So I I don't think they've actually played anybody, to be honest with you. So congratulations, you're 4-0 against four hacks. Let's see what you do against the Rams in Los Angeles on uh, Sunday. Now, I think the Rams are highly overrated. Uh, people just are in love with the Rams. Meanwhile, they've just laid eggs left and right. So if the Niners go to, um, you know, the Coliseum and beat the Rams, then I will definitely jump on board and say they're legit and that they're going to win the West if they uh, keep playing that way. If they don't beat the Rams, then they're then their 4-0 record's overrated. Yeah, I think that this is showdown time now for the 49ers. We're going to find out what they're really made of going into L.A. and taking on the Rams. Did you think Earl Thomas, like, because he seemed real concerned about Rudolph, that he was like, I didn't mean to hurt him. I hope he's okay. Uh, I, I heard he's in the hospital. No, I, I feel I'm glad terrible. he was real concerned. He still should have been thrown out of the game. Should have been thrown out. Absolutely. And, and I, I get it. He was very remorseful. He, he fell for the guy. I understand that. And all these guys probably should when they take somebody's head off, but, you know, whether it's by choice or by accident. But How about the NFL not taking that guy off the field on a cart? Didn't the cart break down well, on the field? Well, then the NFL, after it was reported that it was because the cart didn't work, they then tried to cover themselves later in the day. They released a statement saying, that no, they were said that he was okay to walk off the field on his own power, that there was nothing wrong with the cart. So, you know, it is what it is, but put the guy on the cart. The Falcons, the guy has his, he's out cold. He's completely unconscious, and you make him walk off the field? The Falcons gave up 592 yards of offense to the Texans, which is the most they've given up since 2002, and the third most in team history. The Falcons didn't go near Deshaun Watson, who's been sacked 18 times this year. They couldn't get to him. How bad are the Falcons, Carver High? My God. They are having an awful year. Like I was saying earlier, I thought that Quinn would get fired today after that game. That I mean, that is just an awful effort on their part. And I'm telling you, this is the kind of thing. That season for theirs is going to spiral into a 3-13, and 4-12 and type of year. Did you hear what Jerry Jones did after that uh, uh, Garrett unsportsmanlike conduct penalty he got in the third quarter? He said, quote, I hope the little darling didn't hear anything he hasn't heard before, end quote. He was bashing the referee. Yeah, like I said to you a couple times, they got to keep, keep Jerry away from the mics after the games. He's been up in a booth up there. I, I you Keep Jerry away from the microphones when the game's over. He's embarrassing the organization. He really needs to keep him away. He's sounding a little senile. 
who knows what's going on up there during the what game. What did you think of how, uh, and I got 15 seconds, how the Colts ran down the Chiefs' throat? Unbelievable performance by them. Running the football and playing D. Really strong stuff from the Colts yesterday. Uh, we're going to talk about college football from Saturday as well in the final hour of the show. And any NFL game you want to talk about, including the Niners' big win tonight. The Yankees have swept the Twins out like patsies. I mean, they kicked their ass six ways till Sunday. 855-212-4CBS. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 